what we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Hope you've been starting up your oil-pulling exercises since that episode we did on Wednesday. Today, we're going to continue our explanation of basic men-go-in-their-own-way terms, because I understand there's some new people, some novitiates, as we would say, who might not be familiar with these terms, and we use these terms, and, and you're like, whoa, what does this mean? And of course, you could look it up. I mean, a lot of these terms you can look up. So part one, we did red pill, blue pill, black pill, hypergamy, love bombing, and denapping, which is short for the phallus down there. Uh, today, we're going to do a couple more. A lot of them have to do with uh, like pickup artist PUA stuff. So thought. She's a thought. Thought is an acronym for that hoe over there. So what's a thought or who's a thought? Well, pretty much the large majority of American women in their 20s and even 30s. What does a thought look like? A thought does not draw dress modestly. A thought typically has uh, tattoos that are very visible. And a thought likely drinks too much and sleeps with men very early on, certainly within three dates. But it's more, it's it's the visage, it's the outward appearance, but it's also combined with the attitude and the mindset. So most thoughts don't have much morality and or their values chameleons and or they are dictated completely by the need to maximize their hypergamy. Now, are all women thoughts? No. There are good women out there still. Fortunately, a lot of good women, because of the sex-positive movement, are competing with the thoughts to get the high-quality men. And so they sometimes feel pressure to put out before they really want to because they know the thoughts are going to put out very fast. And unfortunately, they might do things that they don't feel comfortable doing. But on one level, especially in the milieu that we're in, women think that the one the one thing that they have to offer a man is sex, and that's it. And back in the day, we knew it was the opposite, right? The women that put out quickly were not the ones that were going to get married, and men would only marry the women that showed character, modesty, integrity, all these things. And that's still around to a certain extent. I think men in their 20s understand there's women you date and women you marry. Uh, but the idea that all women are virgins so they get married is, is largely gone. And, and part of it is biological. Back in the day, women would be married off in their late teens. And now the average age of, of first marriage is around 10 years later. And so the expectation that a woman remain a virgin until she's 28 is pretty much gone. That's not to say there's nothing that stops women from mar- marrying at 20 or 21 to older men that are high quality when the woman's at her peak sexual market value. So that's what I would recommend. Get married at 22. You women, don't be riding the carousel of C-O-C-K-S's. In other words, if that's another term, 
so that's just women who embrace the sex positive movement as greatly seen in shows like Girls or Sex in the City, where women should just be having sex indiscriminately, not understanding all the studies that show that the more partners a woman has, the higher rate of infidelity, cheating, pair bonding, depression, and severe mental health problems. And look, men and women are not wired the same, even though the second and third wave feminists will tell you that we are, because they really want to pollute the woman, because the woman is how you destroy marriage. And when you destroy marriage, you destroy society. All right, what else? One-itis. One-itis is the idea that there's only one person in your life that can make you happy. So this is the very kind of connected to scarcity mindset. So you meet a woman and you think, largely because she is love-bombing you, or maybe you have similar interests, but she's love-bombing you and you feel the pitter-patter and you guys get sexual too soon, that you think she's the one woman for you. And this is why the four stages of courtship kind of mentality is good. That you don't do anything sexual until, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I know it would be hard to tell engagement, but certainly right previous to engagement once you know each other. Because once you start doing physical stuff, it's, it's the hormones that cloud your judgment. So certainly with one-itis, or there's only one soulmate in the world, when you have this mentality, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but I know she throws things at me, or I know she's got $100,000 of debt, or I know she's a single mom, or I know she's a recovering drug addict. Right. So it gives you a scarcity mindset. No, you need to have an abundance mindset. There are thousands of people in this world that you could have a decent marriage with. Now, if you're a trad... Like a trad orth, trad cath, whatever. There's probably less because your values are very specific and refined, but there still are other people there. Now, the problem with abundance mindset, I think, for women more than men is that women then will always think that even though they find a man, that 98% of their values line up, they're going to look at the 2% things that they don't like. And this is what I've called in the past episode, the siren song of online swiping. See, back in the day when you lived in a village, there were like 10 suitable candidates to marry for men or for women in a small town. And that was it. You just would try to do the best you can and get the highest one. And the woman would get the highest one based, you know, largely on the family's influence. But now with online dating and all these things, uh, when you're dating, and men do this too, but certainly women, I think, do it more. It's like as soon as they find one little thing wrong with you, they're like, oh, I'm going to go back and swipe because I'll find somebody better. It's like the slot machine kind of mentality of the next time it'll be better. So a lot of good men and women are thrown to the side because of this instant gratification mindset of dating. Instead of being like, there's no perfect person. We're all fallen creatures. And you got to look at the values. got to look at the values and the temperament. But since we do everything sexually so fast, unfortunately, all that's clouded. But one night is typically leads to problems. Spinning plates. Uh, we have an episode on plate spinning. Spinning plates is typically done by the pickup artists. So the pickup artists are the ones that use red pill knowledge to manipulate women into getting them into bed. So uh, we, we typically talk about like Chad and Tyrone and Chung and Ahmed. But a lot of those guys just have pure charisma and masculinity. haven't done any research on plate spinning. But plate spinning is typically done by men who have options. And so plate spinning is like the people, the performers who can spin a lot of plates at one time. It's having a variety of women in your life that you're using it in different ways. So one of them could be at the beginning where you're trying to, to kind of woo them into the bedroom. Another one could be a, a, an F buddy you've had for several months, if not years. 
Another one is just a, a woman that you're starting to have sexual relations with. And so you're just having all these women in your life at one time with no commitment to any of them. Right? So the POA mindset of plate spinning is certainly not Christian in its, its mindset. But again, you got to know these terms. So plate spinning is something that you can do, which of course I don't recommend because you're fornicating, but it's something that you can do in that you realize you're the king and then the catch and that you realize that you have an abundance mindset and you're just, I would recommend to plate spin and to do short-term relationships, STRs, that you're honest and just be like, I'm not going to marry. This is who I am. This is what I expect. If you don't like it, I understand it completely. You're more than welcome to leave. So women will hear that and they'll either interpret it one of two ways. The good girls, most of the good girls will be like, out, I don't want to be one of seven women. But at the same time, women rather share an alpha than be saddled with a beta. So some of these women would be like, oh, yeah, well, you haven't met a, a girl like me. And so they'll try even harder to domesticate the bachelor man that you are. So it can work well for you. I just believe you should just be straight up honest and give women the choice. Just like you want honesty when a woman's like, yeah, I might bang you, but I'm banging five other dudes. Just be honest. A lot of POA guys aren't honest. And they don't tell the woman that she's one of many. Also, the other thing about plate spinning is that it shouldn't really use a lot of energy in your life. A lot of guys are like who, who try to plate spin, like kind of like former blue pill incels are trying to plate spin because they have a modicum of looks or money. And they're just texting like with six different women all through the day. No, no, Chad and Tyrone don't do that. Right? Keep them guessing. Mysterious. You know, mystery is the woman's biggest aphrodisiac. If you're constantly in contact with them, there's no mystery. Right? So you don't text them at night. You don't text them on the weekends. You barely text them at all when you do. Just be, bring me my Taco Bell. <laughs> so that's plate spinning. What else? Maintaining frame. Maintaining frame is essentially, so when you hear men say you have to maintain frame in a relationship or in a marriage, it's like a picture, a frame, and you have to hold it up. So it's essentially a kind of a, a colloquial term for being masculine in a relationship. So part of maintaining frame is passing the shit test. And it's always remembering that you are the king and the catch and always making masculine choices, even though the short term, the woman might not be happy. So connected, that would be shit tests. So shit tests are little indicators that women do daily, weekly, monthly to remind themselves that you are still worthy to be with. And what they're doing is they're testing your masculinity. We have episodes on this, but they're testing to see how masculine you are, because if you can Pass these little tests, then when the shit rock hits the fan, uh, like there's a, a an assailant or you know the, the the government, the world goes to crap. That you can protect them and the offspring. So little, I mean, there's thousands of shit tests. Little one could be like, oh, honey, you know, um, this house, even though you pay eighty percent of it's mine, but you can you can have a room over in the garage, your man cave. And a lot of men are like, okay, great, I get to redecorate the garage. I'm not thinking that the whole house should be your man cave. Since you're paying most of it. Uh, a little one is, sweetheart, you know, I want to have Thai tonight. Well, I want to have burgers. Well, I want to have Thai. I want to have burgers. Okay, we'll get, we'll get Thai. No. Even little, littler ones are, you go up to the kitchen, you're watching a movie, and she's like, sweetheart, can you make me a sandwich? And you make a sandwich, right? So a lot of these things are like, because men just want to please their women because they just want to keep getting sex. But they don't understand that by making the sandwich, instead of saying, no, you have legs, get up and make your own sandwich. I'm not your slave. And that's a masculine thing, right? You're not supposed to be the subservient one or the feminine one. You're supposed to be the man. You're supposed to lead. 
And there's a lot of examples of these, and we really don't have time for them. One of the worst ones is vasectomizing yourself because your woman tells you to do it. I mean, you're taking away your potency, your masculinity for that. But no, absolutely not. STRs are short-term relationships. LTRs are long-term relationships. LDRs are long-distance relationships, which typically don't benefit men, unless you're with a trad. Soft necks and ghosting. I don't think I need to spend time with ghosting. Ghosting is done by men and women. Uh, men will lament about it because women typically do it. Because, again, especially early in a relationship, you're one of many that she's likely getting foodie calls from. And you don't like the competition. Now, women don't like to be ghosted, but women are typically ghosted by high SMV men who are playing a lot of women. And ghosting and, and soft nexting. So soft nexting is like when a woman does something you don't like, you just ignore her for a week. That's soft nexting. You're trying to teach her a lesson. And soft nexting can work. You know, a lot of these kind of ploys definitely work when you're dating and you haven't signed the Faustian Pact of Marriage contract yet. Because once you marry, you lose a lot of this leverage. But certainly when you're dating, again, you're the king and the catch. You have to be masculine. Women are craving masculine men just like we crave feminine women. And if she does something you don't like, like disrespects you in front of other people or screams at you, and certainly if you're not living together, but if you're not, you just yeah, ignore it for a week. You're like, I don't deserve this. I don't I don't expect this. Get out. Leave my, leave my apartment or house. And you can tell her, I'm not talking to you for a week. Or you can just ignore her completely. And... You know, like children who need to be in timeout, lots of times they like this because, again, it's demonstrating masculinity. The worst thing you can do is tell women, oh, I don't know if I can live without you. Really? Is that masculine? I don't know if I can. But so many men have been effeminized the last 60 years from programming from Disney and broken homes and not having dads in life that we have this overabundance of obsequious beta simp males who think that their only job is to please women at all costs. So they've lost their masculinity. And this is why you see this, this myriad of YouTube and podcasts like Return of Masculinity and all these things where these men are trying to encourage men to be more masculine in marriage. Most of these men are already behind enemy lines. And they're married, but they're trying to be more masculine because, again, that's what your job is. You're supposed to be masculine when you're a man. But a lot of men have lost their compass and never had it because of the milieu that we're in today. All right. So I just want to do some of those episodes. Maybe I'll do a part three later on. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, I'll read your review online if I remember to. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. That way you can make a donation. I'll defray the cost of hosting this on the server because I don't make any money off of this. And I pay for posting, hosting everything on a server. And then the other links for Naturopathic Earth, my website, where I have a lot of articles about the benefits of living a non-big pharma world. A lot of recipes that are clean. And, of course, all the podcasts from the three feeds are there. The three feeds are the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obi Shaw, and, of course, The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.